Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, October 12, 2020. I'm Rich Strappolino. China's two largest game streaming companies, Huya and Douyu, announced plans to merge. CEOs of both companies will become co-CEOs post-merger. The deal was initiated by Tencent, who will sell its Penguin esports live streaming business to the newly merged company for $500 million after the deal closes. If approved by regulators, the deal is expected to close in the first half of 2021, with the company having over 300 million monthly active users and up to 80% of the Chinese market. Amazon's Relentless Studios announced that its free-to-play multiplayer game Crucible is officially being canceled. The game was Amazon's first major original title and released on May 20th, but stopped accepting new players to return to a private beta on June 30th. The game will be playable until November 9th. In-game purchases have been disabled, and players can request a full refund for any purchases already made. The development team will shift a focus on Amazon's MMO, New World. Twitter will put a speed bump on retweets to try to slow down the spread of misinformation. Now when a user retweets without comment, they may see a prompt encouraging them to add commentary. The feature will be rolling out to all by October 20th. Twitter will also add directions to credible information if someone tries to retweet a post labeled as misleading. Twitter will also label tweets falsely claiming a candidate's victory and remove tweets encouraging violence or election interference. In a blog post, Google Australia VP Mel Silva announced that the company was pausing its plans to roll out news showcase in Australia over concerns about the country's news media bargaining code. This draft code sets up a system for resolving disputes between publishers and online platforms, as well as setting up a framework for payments for news content. Google claims the code is unworkable as written, with fines of up to 10% of Australian revenues for a single violation, and a must-include, must-pay system for online news that would require one-sided negotiations for paying all registered news businesses in the country if Google makes news content available online. Microsoft announced its Edge browser will get a price comparison tool as part of its collection bookmarking service. Edge is also getting the general availability of its collections and Pinterest integration, a screenshot tool for capturing web content, improved PDF support, and an update to its teleparty extension for streaming TV shows for people wanting to have watch parties. Free video meetings can also now be started within Edge through an integration with Microsoft's Meet Now service. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman reports that, according to sources, Apple will begin to use some of its retail stores as distribution centers for consumer shipments in the U.S. and Canada. Shipments will be sent to customers within 100 miles of a store. Apple reportedly began testing store shipments after Apple stores reopened from COVID-19 closures in June and July. Apple reportedly told staff the change will help speed shipping, reduce costs, and possibly improve margin on products. Customers will not be able to see if an item shipped from a store and will not be able to select that as an option at checkout. The U.S. Department of Justice has appealed a judge's decision that stopped an executive order that would have blocked TikTok downloads in the U.S. It's not clear when the appeal will be heard or what's happening with the deal for Oracle to buy a stake in TikTok. Snap launched local lenses in the Snapchat app that allow for persistent, shareable augmented reality experiences. The first local lens is City Painter, now available in areas around London's Carnaby Street. This allows users to spray virtual paint into pre-designed graffiti murals, which are viewable by other users in the app, including watching users as they paint an area. According to Snap's senior manager of research engineering, Key Pan, the company analyzed public snaps of the area, as well as leveraged 360-degree camera imagery to map the area for the lens. 
Google's Nest division announced the new Nest thermostat, which replaces the rotating ring with a touch-sensitive strip for changing settings. It offers a mirrored finish in either white, dark gray, light pink, or light green, and uses Soli technology to detect when someone is standing in front and turn on the display. The new thermostat also features a more traditional scheduling system for setting temperature rather than using the learning system featured in other models and can still be controlled by the Google Home app, Google Assistant, or through Echo devices. It's available for pre-order for $129.99 and ships in a few weeks. Security researcher Sam Curry led a team that found 55 vulnerabilities in Apple's corporate network, 11 of them critical. The vulnerabilities, if exploited, would have allowed an attacker to copy private email, iCloud data, and more. Curry reported them over a three-month period, and Apple fixed them all promptly, often within hours. Apple is still processing the bug bounties, which so far totaled $288,500, but could reach as high as $500,000. And finally, a coalition of tech companies, including Microsoft, Asset, and Symantec, announced plans to take down the infrastructure of the TrickBot malware botnet. The companies estimate that TrickBot has infected more than 1 million machines, including some IoT devices, initially starting as a banking trojan in 2016 and evolving into a malware-as-a-service tool. This effort included looking at over 125,000 TrickBot malware samples, mapping how the malware deploys, and finding all servers the malware used to control infected machines. With this information, Microsoft received court approval to disable the IP addresses, render the content stored on the command and control servers inaccessible, suspend all services to the botnet operators, and block any effort by the TrickBot operators to purchase or lease additional servers. The coalition is now working with ISPs to notify infected users. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.